Hello, this is Veronica from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 11th of June. Two people reportedly died of their injuries in Ranchi today amid violence which erupted as an outcome of the Nupur Sharma row. Clashes took place in several states and cities starting Friday, including Delhi, West Bengal and Uttar Pradesh. In Ranchi, several people were left injured and vehicles were damaged, Hindustan Times reported. Chief Minister Hemant Soren made appeals to maintain peace. Deputy Inspector General of Ranchi Police Anish Gupta said that the situation was tense but things were under control. The violence came after suspended BJP spokesperson Nupur Sharma allegedly insulted Prophet Muhammad on a TV debate on 26th of May. BJP Delhi media head Naveen Jindal had echoed Sharma's sentiments on Twitter. Several West Asian and predominantly Islamic countries like Saudi Arabia, Qatar and Indonesia had condemned the comments. Fresh clashes were also reported in Bengal's Howrah district today for the second consecutive day. According to NDTV, police threw tear gas shells to disperse the crowd after protesters began pelting stones in the Pachla Bazar area. Officials have said that prohibitory orders have been imposed till 15th of June and internet services have been suspended in the district till 13th of June. In Uttar Pradesh, police have arrested an estimated 200 people from six districts over violence in connection with the comments. A day after violent clashes broke out in the state, Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath's media adviser Mrityunjay Kumar put out a cryptic post on Twitter today in which he said that every Friday is followed by a Saturday. He had put a picture of a bulldozer in his post. Meanwhile, Delhi police has registered a case in connection with the protests which took place outside Jama Masjid on Friday. After Friday prayers, a huge crowd of people had gathered outside the mosque and had demanded the arrest of Nupur Sharma. Listeners, India has been forced into diplomatic firefighting as remarks made by two BJP leaders against Prophet Muhammad have sparked outrage in several Arab capitals. On 5th of June, the government of Qatar, Kuwait and Iran summoned India's envoys and expressed their anger even handing over diplomatic notes of protest and demanding a public apology from the Indian government. Saudi Arabia and Pakistan also condemned the remarks. In response, New Delhi said the comments were made by fringe elements and didn't reflect the views of the government of India. But is Nupur Sharma really fringe? In the BJP's ranks, Nupur's talent for crassness isn't unique. Top party leaders and parliamentarians in no way fringe have taken turns to bait Muslims and rant against Islam. To know more about such characters, you can read Devansh Mittal and Sushanto Mukherjee's report on newslaundry.com. It is titled Nupur Sharma is small fry. Meet BJP's actual fringe elements. The reason we are able to bring you such reports without any pressure from political parties or corporations is because we don't depend on them for ads. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. NCP leader Sharad Pawar said today he is not shocked by the results of the Rajya Sabha polls after the BJP won three out of the six seats from Maharashtra. Elections for 57 vacant seats across 15 states in the upper house were held on Friday. 41 candidates across 11 states won unopposed. The BJP won eight of the 16 remaining seats of the Rajya Sabha. 
Seven seats were backed by the Congress with the support of its allies and one seat was won by an independent candidate backed by the BJP. While speaking to reporters, Pawar said that candidates of Maharashtra's Mahavikas Aghadi Alliance won as per quota. He claimed that the NCP's Praful Patel got an extra vote from the opposite side. Union ministers Nirmala Sitaraman and Piyush Goyal and former state minister Anil Bonde and Dhananjay Mahadik from the BJP have been elected to the upper house. On the Congress's side, Randeep Surjewala and Jairam Ramesh managed to make it. Maharashtra witnessed a stiff battle as Shiv Sena's Sanjay Raut, NCP's Praful Patel and Congress's Imran Pratap Gadi won seats. In Haryana, the BJP won both the seats which were up for election. One seat was won by BJP's Krishan Lal Pawar, the other one was taken by Kartike Sharma, who was standing independently but backed by the BJP. Congress faced a setback in the state as former Union Minister Ajay Makin lost his seat. Tables were turned in Rajasthan where the Congress bagged three out of the four seats up for election. There had reportedly been cross-voting by BJP members in Rajasthan. Shiv Sena MP Sanjay Raut said today that the BJP won its three seats in Maharashtra through horse trading. COVID cases continue to rise in the country as 8,329 fresh cases were recorded in the last 24 hours according to the Union Health Ministry data. Ten deaths linked to the virus were reported in the same time period. The total COVID tally stands at over 4 crore 32,000 with 40,370 active cases. The death toll has crossed 5,24,000. The active cases comprise 0.09% of the total infections, while the recovery rate is at 98.69%. So far, India has administered 195 crore COVID-19 vaccines. As of today, 89.7 crore people in India are fully vaccinated. Meanwhile, Chief Economic Advisor Ananta Nageshwaran said today that India has shown great resistance in its recovery from COVID. Referring to the economy, he added that all major parameters and activities of the economy had crossed pre-pandemic levels. The United States has announced that COVID-19 tests will no longer be required from international passengers, in a major move in lifting of restrictions, which comes after strong lobbying from the travel industry. Test restrictions will stop from Sunday. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 532 million people, claiming the lives of over 6.3 million, according to the World Health Organization. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd James Austin said today that China is continuing to harden its position along the borders it shares with India. He went on to emphasize that the U.S. will continue to back its friends. While speaking at the Shangri-La Dialogue in Singapore, Austin pointed out that China was increasingly adopting an aggressive approach to its territorial claims. The Shangri-La Dialogue is Asia's leading defence summit. This is the 19th such dialogue held after a two-year break due to the pandemic. Austin's comments come days after a top US general called defence infrastructure brought by China at the India-China border alarming. He had also called Chinese activity in the region eye-opening. India and China have been locked in a tense border standoff since May 2020 when violent clashes broke out between the forces of the two countries at Pangong Lake area. China has reportedly been constructing bridges, roads and residential units in the border areas with India. Multiple diplomatic talks between the countries have yielded no headway on the issue. 
Taiwan's government today threatened to take China to the World Trade Organization after China suspended imports of grouper fish from Taiwan, followed by alleged detection of banned chemicals, Reuters reported. China's Customs Administration said on Friday that they would discontinue imports from Monday to prevent risks and protect the health and lives of consumers. In retaliation, Taiwan's Council of Agriculture Minister Chen Chi-chung has rejected China's claims and said that they will provide data to China and request a response. According to Reuters, if China doesn't respond, then Taiwan will take the issue to the WTO. Cabinet spokesman Lo Ping-cheng has said that China has been repeatedly blocking Taiwanese agricultural and aquatic products in a manner which is inconsistent with international practices. Last year, China had suspended imports of food, citing similar reasons. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you next week. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.